Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to America's Heroes Group Roundtable Veterans Court with Judge Hooks, Attorney Laurie Roper, and Attorney Brian Scanlon. Mm-hmm. February is Black History and American Heart Month. It's February 26, 2022. I am co-founder, Vietnam veteran, and host Cliff Kelly. And, and I am the co-host, uh, Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. Right. And... Uh, we just had on uh, one of these incredible attorneys, uh, Steve Seidman. We're being surrounded by attorneys today, luckily. Um, mm-hmm. uh, luckily, I didn't have to f- uh, face any of them in professional life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I have a very, very good, one of my best friends is an attorney, and I know many of these <coughs> attorneys who are involved in this uh, group. And so I am so happy, so happy to have you on. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Uh, digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And today, we have Brian Scanlon, our Cook County Assistant Attorney, Public Defender Office. And he has a special guest with him uh, that will be coming on shortly. But we want to, uh, just to open it up, Brian, just tell us what's going on lately in Cook County. Because you, uh, I know you're doing things all the time in, in that veterans court and helping out veterans. Yes, exactly. Um, I just want to say yes, we're just waiting on uh, the local senator from my area to come on on, and I'll introduce him once he gets here and give you some really great pointers on how he's helping our veterans. But, yes, the Veterans Treatment Court is now back in person. We oh, are now back to a- able Good. to yeah. actually reach out and touch our veterans. And instead of being on Zoom and providing um, health care and psychological care and any other care via Zoom, we're back to having them in person, and we have um, – some new events going on. We have graduation coming up, which, of course, we're always extending a, a heartfelt welcome to any of your listening audience and, of course, yourself to come in and join Judge Hooks. Um, we have a new batch of uh, veterans that we're helping as, as we say, we're, we're returning them to their original mission. Maybe if I could just take a second and, and reacquaint the audience what Veterans Treatment Court is. Um, we, we have a very thorough uh, process in which, you know, say somebody runs afoul of the law, and I, I won't belabor this, but I know we keep going back to it, but I'd like people to know that. Um, we want to return, as our theme is, and I think you join me in this, that the original mission of the veteran to themselves, first and foremost, to their country, to live, uh, you know, this productive life that we know they have. And we reach out to the community through the VA to when they go foul of the law, 
that, no, we, we won't just warehouse you. We won't, I don't care if you have 10 felonies in your background. Once I find out you're a veteran and you put on that uniform like the good doctor, um, we're going to help you get back. And as we've been discussing, one of the new initiatives we'd like to bring forth is how can we clean up your whole record? Not just the one thing that brought you to court. How can we clean up your whole record um, so that when you do go and get that first job in 10 years, that nobody's going to look at you and say, um, you know, what's going on? I, I want them to look and first and foremost see you're a veteran and kind of like sit there with the understanding that you gave to us, now we're going to give back to you. Um, do you have any questions about Veterans Treatment Court? I could knock off until the good senator gets here. Oh, sure. You know, but that, that's, uh, you know, that's a holistic approach. I've never heard of that before, you know. So it's really looking at... Uh, the person from the legal standpoint as a holistic person, that they may have other issues going on, child support issues, other things that are happening in their life, and those can really complicate things and make it very complex for them. Uh, you know, with medicine, you know, you have people who have asthma and then high blood pressure and then maybe COPD and, you know, maybe kidney failure. You have to actually take care of the whole person. You can't take one care of one piece and expect the person to survive. So this is really, a, uh, you know, land, it's like earth-shaking for me. I've never heard of this before. <laughs> and I've, as I've discussed before, I think when Dr. Odom or maybe one of the other guests was on there and I've approached the public defender's office, I have my own impossible dream, which I love to share with you and your guests, that the Veterans Treatment Court is four phases. At each phase, the veteran um, accomplishes certain goals for himself, herself, and the courtroom. At the, um, at the first phase, they have to show they can report and they can show that they're into this. But what I would like to do is at the end of the first phase, which is about three months, mm-hmm. we start expunging anything that's nonviolent and, um, say, uh, an arrest, an incident. So we, we reward, which my goal is to reward the individual to stay in the program. What brings you to church, as I often say, isn't what's going to keep you there. But once we can start cleaning up with the assistance of the state's attorneys who are fully on board, it just takes legislation, which we can talk to the senator about once he's here. Um, And then once we go deeper, we can then start looking at housing, how we can improve your housing here. Not just, as you say, the holistic person, but your holistic environment. What can we provide to keep you I guess is a role model to show that not only should we be doing this here in Veterans Treatment Court, but we should do it in every courtroom. This should be the example. If you see what I'm saying, yes, that yeah. every person should get a little more of this holistic treatment. Yeah, that's constantly you've been on before, and you've done such <laughs> a great job, Mrs. Cliff. <laughs> and uh, you know, with the the Veterans Court. With uh, Judge Hooks and Attorney Roper and uh, yourself, it, you just you folks have done uh, a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, uh, and Judge Hooks, he often refers back to mm-hmm. um, when he was young and needed help. Who did he turn to? He turned to Cliff. <laughs> he said, "Could you could you lend lend me a hand and help me get into the Marines?" And of course. From what I understand, you didn't hesitate, not for one minute, and you, you lent them a hand. <laughs> yeah, so... But, 
Go ahead. No, so so now that it's open, how how do people uh, gain access to the court system if they have problems? And you know, pe- people have a tendency to get scared when they get legal matters, and they sort of don't look at the the, the you know notices that come in, and they try to hide away because it's a, it's, a, it's an emotional thing for people, you know, uh, because they don't know what's yeah. going to happen. It's unfamiliar with them. But how can people, you know, reach out and get over that fear and, and make sure that they are engaging with you? Well, first thing I would say is if a veteran happens to be 26 in California and they see me, they can always just say, Brian, attorney Scanlon, stop. You know, I was afraid to admit I let my veteran friends down, the, the country down. I got into trouble and I would say, there's no letting me down. You know, I will then. Once I find out somebody is a veteran, I then go immediately to the VA, get their records. Um, I make a constant circle around the courthouse for um, the new arraignments, what we call it, the people who are fresh into the building. And I ask, you know, out loud, is anybody a veteran? How can I help you? And then the family members. If there's a family member listening now, maybe they have a, a, a loved one who's in trouble now. Well, they can always reach out to me now. Even if it's not a 26 in California, I can do a little, you know, a stalking, sleuthing, find out where the person is, and then reach out to their attorney. And then even if it's a private attorney, I will show them exactly what we need and then the whole process. Because not only do we encompass the whole legal system, um, we have this whole new, we're going to bring back our whole new chess league where we want people to think three-dimensionally with Judge Hooks, like, Okay, step one, you go to your treatment. Step two, you report to court. Well, I want you three more steps ahead of that. How are we going to get your resume together? Which, of course, Mm -hmm. I'm always available to um, help the veteran with that. And then we're bringing back the honor flights, as we've had uh, representatives on the show before. Mm -hmm. Now that we can start putting people on airplanes, we would like to remind the veterans who are getting close to or already graduated, they can go to D.C. They can see these monuments dedicated for them for free, and they can bring one companion. Um, I'm not sure if your listening audience is – our show with the veterans um, honor flights, I think, was about a year ago. Yes. So if, the, yeah. if anybody has a question on the honor flights, and we're uh, doubling down on the, uh, um, the valor quilts that we give out at uh, – graduation so that we can cloak you in the sense of your mission wow um, restoring the honor but yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, I love that yeah <laughs> so so you know give us you know where, where can people reach out to you like a website and a phone number uh just to, so people well the best know. would be um phone number mm-hmm. would be 773-674-3217 mm-hmm. and ask for either brian Attorney Scanlon, or anybody in the Veterans Treatment Court, and one of the the um, or the specialty courts, but one of the Veterans Treatment Court people, I'm always available. Uh, Vanessa is always available. Lori is always available, and we'll answer as many questions as possible. And as you, as if nobody even knows about the honor flights, if they've had a, a Vietnam War veteran, um, even the Iraq, we can get you to see and reconnect with the energy of the, um, the mission by seeing the, the monuments in D.C. Okay. And that will be at no expense. Wow. That, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You know, I, I was wondering also, Brian, you know, uh, you were mentioning before about this holistic approach. I was wondering about what about veterans who, you know, um, uh, are already arrested or incarcerated? You know, um, what what type of what what kind of advice could you give them? Would they be able to reach out, or how does that work? Exactly. Um, a while ago, um, give me a second to remember her name. Um, we had a wonderful guest on your show mm-hmm. in which, um, for people who are charged with crimes that don't fit into veterans treatment or, or already in prison, one of the greatest things, um, I'm going to get it. I have to look at my emails to get the name in a second, but one of the greatest things that she provides is pretend somebody has, and they can call me and find out about this. They have a loved one in prison downstate. And they're a veteran, and they weren't really involved, but pretend the family wants to go pay a visit. Well, we will arrange through this um, uh, this guest. She will arrange for a hotel stay and a bus to go down to see um, the family loved ones if they're already in the system and they don't qualify or are beyond veterans' treatment court. But we can provide services like that. For example, you know, every veteran should have, if they're already serving time, access to or including um, uh, like uh, toiletries and stuff for, for self-improvement. Even if you are already in prison, we will reach out through, um, ooh, I'm, I'm going to get you the name. I promise you I'm okay. going to get you the name and the phone number. Okay. And, um, and she will do that. And also um, pretend they've already graduated. <laughs> um, same thing. If they need alternatives beyond um what the vets, the VA can provide. She'll pro- help provide massage therapy, sound therapy, music therapy. I bet you she could even find you dance therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we don't, through you, through Cliff, um, we don't stop with just, okay, veterans treatment court's done and graduation's done. And, um, you know, have a good day. Come back. Maybe somebody's faltering. They can come back and they can just say, before I mess, mess up again, you know, could you guide me in the right direction? Now, of course, the VA can do that, but we we never turn down somebody reaching out. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, include, uh, I would reach out to Cliff, and I um, would say, you know, listen to the radio show. Yeah, and you'll you'll find the resources you need right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, graduation's coming up. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So I was wondering also, you know, one of the things I was thinking about when you were speaking just now is that, you know, many of these uh, legal cases may be enmeshed in uh, other things like disability claims, related claims, and those kinds of things where people have PTSD or they have, uh, you know, combat injuries that uh, were never compensated, which may be one of the reasons why they are homeless or, you know, unable to work. And how how does that work together together? is there any kind well, of linkage? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yes, through two services, through Dr. Odom at University of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody feels that their um, their benefits aren't being uh, addressed, because we're, we're mainly in the criminal side, but through Dr. Odom at University of Chicago and through the Veterans Clinic at uh, John Marshall Law School, which is now called University of Illinois uh, in Chicago Law School, mm-hmm. um, both clinics, if somebody were to reach out, I have the numbers, and I'll, I didn't, don't have them right here with me, but we can get them, and we can um, show them that, uh, say, uh, even say they have a, uh, they've completed their DUI work. Pretend somebody had a DUI, and they need to clean up their driver's license. That's collateral to what people do at 26th Street. But 
both those clinics can go through the process of reaching out to the aldermen and reaching out to the judges for waiving fees and getting a driver's license reinstated. We can do that. Um, we also have, um, through Dr. Odom, um, um, upcoming events for uh, helping people get back into education. Um, they, he would be more than glad, to, even if it's not University of Chicago, say pretend somebody wants to go to Western Illinois University. Well, these clinics can say now that you've, you've gotten yourself back in line, maybe you're beyond that even a year or two, let's get you to, through that special consideration into education. Yeah. And it doesn't stop with just us at the um, courthouse or even the radio show. I'm always available. Yeah, yeah, because I think you went to John Marshall yourself, right? Did you? Or, yeah, 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 because, you know, two of my good friends, you just sparked a memory, was uh, Judy Munson and uh, Michael Singh. They were very good friends. I actually yeah. traveled with them and went to uh, Taiwan uh, and then also uh, to um, Prague. And I'm thinking about all the stuff that's going on in Ukraine now. I owe, owe them a call, you know, his uh, because their son, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Judy Munson's son lives there, Lester and Judy. And I, I, um, I'm just thinking about all the stuff that's going on over there. And it just, it brought my, I felt like putting my uniform on and going over there <laughs> again. Uh, but, uh, but what, what about the, uh, the vet clinic? Um, how, how does that run? Does it, does the veteran come in and then you have like scheduled appointments and, uh, you work through the case with them to get their paperwork in order? Well, how, how, how important it is for people to have their paperwork in order for you or the, to pull, put a mass as much as they can yeah. to address the case? So parallel two two separate scenarios. One is when they come into court, I will do that footwork. You just got to get me your name, some identifiers. You don't even really have to know much beyond social security number. We have a wonderful team. If the audience, listening audience doesn't know, inside the Veterans Treatment Court, of course, is Judge Hooks. There's the lawyers. But there's also um, uh, the, uh, the team from the VA that will look up and find out what your record is. And, okay, so once we find that out and we find out what services you're available, all veterans are going to get some form of services. Some veterans, sadly, were put out of the service for a variety of small reasons in the past, whether it be they maybe smoked a little marijuana, they came out of the closet, or they had a small skirmish maybe involving alcohol. But what we will then start doing is upgrading any veteran's status. And so if anybody in the listening audience needs to learn, maybe they, they're not a follow the law now, but they would like to upgrade their status. They can reach out to me. I'll say, okay, it won't be in the veteran's treatment court, but I'll put you in line with Dr. Odom, or UIC's law clinic, and then that's when we can work parallel together for what we can do in court and what we can do collateral to court on the side is the clinic. And even if they're not a follow the law, let's let's get either your driver's license reinstated or get you in the direction for the HUD bash where maybe you just need a little help finding your first condo and you know you're working hard. Well that's what these clinics can do too. They can get you access and pretend you don't even have a cell phone. Well, come into the clinic. One way or another, you're going to be leaving soon with a cell phone or a tablet, and it will all start spiraling um, to, to reach back with and saying, if you feel marginalized, you will no longer feel marginalized once you leave Veterans Treatment Court or one of those clinics. 
Yeah, you know, we actually were speaking earlier, uh, Cliff and I were speaking earlier to uh, Steve Seidman, and he was uh, mentioning that uh, one of the things that he was seeing uh, was about a five times uh, rate of higher of uh, Marine, in the Marine Corps people being disciplined and, and getting, uh, you know, uh, convictions as well, you know, under the UCMJ. And I, I'm not sure of how that plays into things and whether – whether you see any kind of discriminatory uh, behavior that uh, needs to be addressed in some of the clients you have? Yes, yes. You know, um, of course, when they come to me, most of the clients are really, really on their edge. You know, and they may have done, well, they've done something wrong, and we're going to to, to help that. But then they also have the, the emotional and moral trauma that they feel they've been discriminated against in the past. Mm -hmm. And we, um, Judge Hooks is very holistic. Judge Hooks, he's very non-judgmental. If he feels you've been hurt, whether within the service or out of the service, um, that's how we use the VA clinic to, you know, uh, address those issues. And once we can get you over to one of the other clinics, we're going to work on the the sideline issues. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think Judge Hooks owes me a dinner at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we, but but I actually have something I for would him. highly I'm, recommend I'm, I'm a marine jacket for him. So uh, yeah. he said, "Oh, you can wear it yourself." And I said, "I can't wear a marine jacket. I'm army. What's this?" <laughs> so <Yeah>. he, uh, <laughs> but he is uh, really fantastic. You know, uh, yourself that whole, that whole system is and just, Lori. Yeah, just, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, Lori <laughs> Roper. And, yeah, so tell me something, yeah. you know, what, what, give me a success story, because I know you have had so many successes, too, over time, and your, your Veterans yeah. Court has uh, brought people to a point where they really had no hope before they came to see you, or were so, you know, lost in the woods that they didn't know really where to turn, and luckily, they came to seek your counsel, and, yes. yeah. One of my greatest success stories, and it's probably going back a couple of years, um, recent graduate, lifelong heroin addict from the Vietnam War, um, homeless, gets into um, a situation stealing. Okay, so, all right. But there's been so many thefts in his background. And he hadn't admitted he was a vet. Now, one of the sheriffs identified him. He, you know, just through a conversation in the jail, they tell me, then I, I stop the process in another courtroom, bring him over to Judge Hooks, and say, you know, are you, are you tired of being warehoused? They wanted to put him away for a long time. And he said, yes. Okay, so we worked on that. And then for the first time through uh, the VA with the medically assisted treatment, this young, well, older man, I'd say young man, he's actually older than me. Um, this man cleaned up his life for the first time in probably 20, 30 years. Oh. And just the remarkable transformation in the courtrooms when the other people inside or outside veterans treatment court could see. And then now he is now joining us in the chess league. Oh, because fantastic. little did we know when you open up the rock and you look under, there was an incredibly intelligent person that never had his moral injuries addressed. Hmm. Um, when we had the Bishop on the show from hmm. DC a while back and how we discussed how he worked very strong on moral injury. The VA can work on your physical injury, and they can work on your psychological injury, but this man had moral injury, what he had seen and led to his youth, and now 
one one of the biggest ones, and one of the greatest things I like is through <laughs> the University of Chicago new implants for the teeth. Ah, that smile never looks so good in our life. Fantastic! Yeah, that changes the quality of your life. How you eat things and which how you enjoy yourself and your life. That that's fantastic. Um, and you know, and and you know, you really hit on a really inc- incredible point, uh, Brian. Uh, you know, I'm actually working with a couple of docs over at, um, at at Blue Cross Blue Shield, right? And what we've done is we started looking at the data, and what we found is that uh, about half of the uh, people who are able to uh, prescribe buprenorphine uh, for uh, treatment, the medication-assisted treatment, uh, don't use their uh, privileges here in Illinois. And we also found that if you were on methadone, you had to go through the federal program where you had to check in every day, you get random drug screens, you have to be, you know, you're there, and if you break uh, your contract, you're out of the program. Buprenorphine can be prescribed by a doc without having those requirements through a regular office. And what we found is that the distribution is mostly north for the buprenorphine. The, the methadone cre- treatment centers were... Are really focused in on those areas that were impoverished, so it puts on a different standard of treatment. So we're we're really encouraging you know providers to do use the buprenorphine in their offices and their practices to help to treat patients. And so this could be you know a game changer for some people who really were being uh, you know being pushed into a corner you know with the uh, federal program. But we're running out of time. See, every time we start talking, we we, <laughs> we uh, come up with so many different issues. Uh, Brian, we have got to have you back. And I guess we'll have the uh, Mike okay. Simmons yeah. back. I know he's probably busy. This is a terrible time for legislators right now with everything going on overseas and here in the country. So we just uh, expend our best wishes for the Illinois 7th District Senate uh, yeah. District. And we will have you back to talk about that. Uh, again, uh Call the number 773-674-3217 for one of the best attorneys in the world, uh, attorney Brian Scanlon, and for the the court system. We have to thank Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.